Hello and welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local River Production. Now here are your hosts, Nick and Bill. When you say alright, it makes me feel alright. Wow, welcome to episode 93 of the Pillow Talk Podcast, Nick. Welcome. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Since the episode 92 is a long one, we'll just we'll keep this one kind of on time. <laughs> yeah. We have lots of things to talk about for this one. We do. Man, it's, it's been a while since we've had a, uh, a normal, a quote-unquote, normal episode of our for podcast. For well, because, you know, it's like we had it at the movies and... Uh, mm-hmm. We had all of our shades of love mm-hmm. last week. We had a very mm-hmm. special guest who we want to thank again for being on the podcast yes. and look forward to the next time he's able to join us. I, I do as well. That was, that was great. That was, yeah, it fit. He fit really, really well. Giving everybody a peek behind the curtain of, we actually just hung up with Jeremy <laughs> and yeah. we missed him already. <laughs> Should we pour a drink out for him? Yes. <laughs> Uh, Nick, what's going on, man? Uh, so, nothing much. Uh, apparently, uh, <laughs> it's, it's great. This is going to be a good episode. What? You alright? No, I'm going to move inside. <laughs> you sure? Yes. All right. Can, can you do that while staying plugged in? I believe so. Bear with me with all the noise, people. Don't do that. <laughs> if I can pull this off, this is this is going to be fantastic. Okay, perfect. We'll I'll talk everybody through it. Yep. So Nick is on his deck. Yep. I got a. I'm not sure why deck. he's not sure why he's moving in the house. I can only There's assume it's because he some sort of bat flying around. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. And okay. Don't do that, man. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. I was trying to find the good one. That was the good one. No, I was looking for the. Don't freak me out like that. Oh, there it is. Okay, so let me talk about through this next. So you're walking in the house, and I've got like this weird, like, um, Blair Witch view of you right now. Okay. As you've got like a steady cam going, so it's like you're holding your cam, and you're turning, and you're kind of looking at the computer while also hearing over your shoulder. I'm at this point, honestly, just waiting for somebody to step behind you and kill you. Which is really going really to make the, the rest of the rest of this podcast, podcast awkward. Well, yeah, because you because I can't because I can't I can't do it by myself. Do it by myself. Oh, oh, good, 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 good golly! golly. 
<laughs> you have a microphone that's by nothing. nothing. It's dropping, dropping things. things. Yeah, yeah, this is good, this radio. Is good radio. Yeah, this is fantastic for everybody at home. <laughs> okay. You know, if it wasn't so funny, I'd pause this pause and this start, over. start over. You good? You good? I'm okay. I feel like you're not. You're not. Wants to know what I'm doing. Uh, there was some sort of bat. <laughs> so there's some sort of a, a flying vermin that uh, was trying to get all up in your grill. I do not want to have rabies. You don't want to have rabies. Bats carries the bats carry the rabies. Not all bats. Man, that's like. Hey, I- Oh, now he's going outside to... And he left the door open. He left the door open. And uh, and now the bats can fly in the house. I left my power cord out there. Because the screen door was open and the bat flew in. Sorry. Oh, now he's getting yelled at. Everything, everything okay, Nick? Everything's fine. Yeah. Bullet club's fine. What's so. fine? Bullet Club? Bullet Club's, Bullet Club's fine. fine. Okay. Your brother will appreciate that. Yes, he will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm back. I'm sorry. Okay, okay you're good. So, <laughs> so where were we? Uh, uh, what's up? How, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, everything's great. Um, uh, nothing really up. Apparently, ooh, Bigfoot ooh. porn is a thing. Ooh, hold on. You got you to gotta push that microphone back just a little bit. That's crazy loud. Yes, you did. <laughs> Good lord. The rails. It's just. It's gonna hold it. Okay. <laughs> We're all good now. Yes, uh, so yeah. Bigfoot so porn. apparently, um, Bigfoot. Uh, That's what you're gonna lead off with is Bigfoot porn. I well, I have to. I've been wanting to talk to you about this all week. Uh, <laughs> So you shared on our Facebook Whoa, article like that the back back up like this far. Me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Better. Okay. Uh, so you shared on our Facebook an article how the was it the FCC? No, was there was a to... congressman. Uh huh. Who okay. it was becoming like a. Um, it was actually becoming an issue in his campaign. <laughs> 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 Hold on, I'll pull it up. Interesting. Because it was um, ridiculous. So they were also, uh, when you posted this, they were talking about this on Bob and Tom. Um, uh, Did we get to it before Bob and Tom? Huh? Yeah, Did we, we get to it, it before? It before Bob and Tom. Yes. Um, Christy Lee was a little slow that day. So, uh, so here's the story, right? Um, a Virginia Republican who has been linked to white supremacists now faces accusations of liking Bigfoot erotica. 
Democratic candidate in a hotly contested U.S. race in Virginia has accused her opponent of supporting white supremacists and liking Bigfoot porn. Uh, there. <laughs> Democrat Leslie Cockburn. Oh. That's actually her name. That's a, that's a real name. Leslie Cockburn sparked a Twitter frenzy on Sunday by sharing a curious drawing apparently taken from Republican rival Denver Riggleman's Instagram page showing a Bigfoot-like creature with its genitals obscured by a censored sign. Riggleman was caught on camera. Blah, blah, blah. So... Did you see, you see this picture? <laughs> it's it's a drawing of, of what looks like Jason Momoa, essentially, but a hairy version of Jason Momoa with a censored thing long ways. Lengthwise. Down from his waist. This is the first time I've ever... <laughs> can't even say it. <laughs> so here's what he said to that image. Here's, I've never seen Bigfoot and a hog in the same picture. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> oh, Nick. Uh, he, he, he wrote in his Instagram post, quote, My buddies thought this pick was fitting for my birthday next week, and to celebrate my new book release in about a month or two, Mating Habits of Bigfoot and Why Women Want Him. Until so, recently, he'd been promoting the self-published book with the same Mating Habits of Bigfoot title on Facebook. Okay, one, I want to read that book. <laughs> self-published, you can probably get a copy. Uh, two, this, this story that you'd posted reminded me that this isn't a new thing. Um, way back when, uh, around, I believe, 2011, <laughs> I stumbled across... A great movie. Uh, and I don't know that I ever told you about it. Uh, it's from so. the, com- the the movie company Troma in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, are you familiar with any of the Troma movies? They made like the Toxic Avenger and. and oh, sure. Yeah. Really like campy B movies. Uh, but they have. <laughs> Troma has a movie uh, that came out in 2006. It's a comedy horror movie. And it's called uh, Yeti uh, A Love Story. <laughs> Really? Yeah, and let me read you the synopsis. Oh, please do. Of the movie. Uh, Because, one, when I found out this is a movie, I was like, this can't be real. (laughs) But it was. Uh, Let me see. It's a good thing we didn't bring this up in our last episode with our guest. Yeah. We were on our. I feel like we were on really good behavior. I feel like we were, too. Is there like a snippet version? Okay, so first, let me just tell you, the movie was shot on a budget of $200. Oh, dude, you and I could make a movie. Yep, we totally could, over a five-day period. Um, okay, so here's here's the plot of the movie, according to Wikipedia. The movie is set in 1985 in the fictional town of Quadisuck, New Hampshire. Quadisuck <laughs> seems like a nice, ordinary town, but it harbors a dark, deadly secret. It is the hometown of the children of the Yeti, an evil cult that worship, worship a Yeti that lives in the woods. Uh, the Yeti was captured in the Himalayas and brought to the town as an old man's sideshow, but it has escaped. And the response, uh, or, and is reportedly the last of its kind. Um, each night, Deborah, one of its members, lures young men to the cult with the intention of offering it up to the Yeti as a means of keeping it sexually sated. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. I need to back up for just a second. Yep. This lady is luring young men to give to the Yeti? Yep. Okay. 
You can make, you may proceed. Okay. Uh, so five college students, uh, uh, fraternity brothers, Adam and Dick, their girlfriend, Sally, and Emily. What, what, was, and, what was their name? Uh, Adam and Dick. Okay. <laughs> and they have uh, two girlfriends, Sally and Emily, and the fifth member is named Joe, are coming to Quadisuck on a camping trip, unaware of the town's secrets. On their first night, Joe is killed while going to the bathroom in the woods. And since he was the one who had the car keys, the remaining four cannot leave town. <sighs> Tale as uh, old as time. Yes, the the old man who now owns a hideous-looking creature called Tentacle Boy and displays it as a sideshow informs them that the Yeti that he used to own is now living somewhere in the woods. Uh, Emily goes to a church nearby, blah, blah. This is giving you the whole synopsis of the film. Um, Basically what happens is the Yeti ends up... uh, Intimately in love with uh, one guy named the one guy named Adam, and, the, and that is the that's the plot of Yeti, a love story. Oh. And so, because that wasn't good enough, they have uh, announced a sequel, <laughs> Yeti, a love story two, Life on the Streets, <laughs> uh, that they have a Kickstarter for. <laughs> Uh, that doesn't really have any information. Did you donate some money to this, or? I feel like I should. How much are they trying to raise? I don't know. Let me. Let me. Three hundred dollars. But so I immediately thought of this when I saw your post, um, and I was, and it reminded me of this movie, um, and how ridiculous of a movie <laughs> that it was. Yeah, it does sound pretty ridiculous. Um, and I feel like. We should watch this, but I don't want to. I don't want to watch. Yeah. I don't don't want to. I just don't want to. I don't want the government to know I watched that. No, I don't. uh, I don't either. It's it's not. I can't find the Kickstarter. Oh, wait. No, I found it. If they shot the first one on a budget of $200, I can't imagine why they need a Kickstarter. They have reached their $15,000 goal. Oh, boy. Uh, this is going to be fantastic if they make it. I, I, I'm excited. <laughs> it's called actually, and the movie is actually called Yeti: A Gay Love Story. Oh well, yeah, that makes more was, sense. Yeah, yeah, and and the second one's called Yeti: A Gay Story Two, Gay Love Story Two: Life on the Streets. Also makes sense. Cop Mafia. Jeez. <laughs> yep. Not really sure. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yep, yep, yep. You can you could uh, stream it on Xfinity. <sighs> yeah, or I could uh, not. Yeah, I think I'm gonna watch this and report report back to you. Yeah, please do. You report and let me know how it is. I, I'll let you know. But that okay. was all I could think about. Uh, second thing that I couldn't uh, stop thinking about, not to monopolize this whole time. Did you know that if uh, when we build buildings on Earth. Um, you know, obviously, because where else would we build them? That it doesn't make the earth any heavier. Sure. Because the materials are actually from the earth. earth. So yeah. It, it stays the same. That blew my own mind the other day. <laughs> as I was brushing my teeth one morning. I had that happen. Uh, we built a French drain in my backyard, which for those who don't know, we dug a big hole. Mm-hmm. And then uh, filled it with varying... Uh, sizes of rock to try to get the water to go down into the hole and i thought wow i just put two tons of rock in this hole but wait a second 
I made my property heavier, but I didn't make the earth heavier. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was there. That's I don't weird. Lie. I don't know why I think about stuff like that. Because <laughs> our minds are broken. Pretty much. Uh, Nick, I came across something I thought was kind of interesting. Ooh. Um, it was on the Nerdist. It was a few weeks ago. Uh, should we talk about the Nerdist with the legend uh, Chris Hardwick? Instance? First of all, I believe they've scrubbed every every uh, mention of him off, and I believe he was found without whatever. Yes, without. I don't else. care. Uh, he has never mind. Um, th- so the author, what's his name here, Michael Walsh, mm-hmm. had a theory that okay, so so you know that uh, I'm a big fan of the Game of Thrones books. Yes. And uh, you know that people have been waiting for uh, about an eternity for um, him to finish the sixth book in the series, The Winds of Winter. Yes. Okay. Um, Michael here posits the, uh, the theory that perhaps The Winds of Winter is actually completed. Okay. Okay. So check this out. So um, he says, I think the winds of winter is already done and George R. R. Mountain is actually in the process of finishing the seventh and final book, A Dream of Spring. Um, he goes to talk about, well, you know, for a long time, I hoped this was the case, but uh, he, he was like, you know, he's like, they've been, okay, so. Well, here, let me just read this to you. In 2012, Martin predicted the winds of winter, which he already said he had chapters completed in 2010, would be released in 2014. Okay. okay. In early 2015, he thought it would take a few more months to finish. And then later in the year, he said it was hopeful it would be out in the spring of 16. Um, in January 17, he said he thought it would be released that year, but recently said it wouldn't be until 2019. So to back up, in 2010, he was writing chapters. In 2012, he said, it should be about 2014. And now he's said five more years, essentially. Wow. Okay. Seeing it okay. all like that laid out how crazy the journey has been. Uh, last book came out in 2011. Uh, people notice... Uh, okay, so he says, people notice when you say you're only a few months away from being done and then don't finish for another five years. Mm-hmm. Even with his other projects and responsibilities, that's almost an impossible miscalculation. So, so, so what are the possibilities we're left with? The first is that his notoriously slow writing pace has come to an almost paralyzing crawl. And that even if he does finish it, which will have needed nine years to write, he could be another decade away from the final novel. So the other, okay, so probably not true. The other more hopeful possibility is that when Martin, or is that Martin wasn't that crazy back in 2012 when he said he'd be done in 2014. Nor was he off the mark by four years when he said he just needed a couple more months in 2015. So the question then is why not announce that it's done? Well, Mm -hmm. he says there's two possibilities. Um, one practical for a writer and the other strategic as a public figure. It wouldn't make sense to release his penultimate book in the series until he finishes the final one, in case he runs into any logistical problems with the story, which I thought was actually a really interesting point. Yeah, that makes sense. You don't have to release book six until you're done with book seven, because if you run into a problem, you can go back and change book six. Yeah. Uh, The closer he gets to the end, the fewer opportunities he'll have to work out any snags. Um... So he may be holding on to it in case he needs to do some narrative tweaking. 
uh, he obviously wants to nail the end, the landing on the defining workers. So trying to make sure that book seven is like super awesome because mm-hmm. this is like it's what he's going to go down in history for, for doing. Oh yeah. Um, so if that's what he's doing, why not just tell faithful readers a plan? Uh, he says, you know, he can't do anything without asking people asking questions. So he really can't. He said, so if fans are losing their minds about when he'll finish it, how do you think they'd handle it if they knew that it was done, but he was just holding it back? So by not telling people that it's done, then he avoids all of that. Exactly. That makes sense. uh, He says, Martin doesn't really need to worry about backlash because if the truth comes out, uh, as annoying as it'll be to find out we could have read the book years earlier, think about how amazing it'll be to read an announcement that we're getting The Winds of Winter in 2019 and A Dream of Spring in 2020. Yeah. Um, uh, and he just kind of goes on from there. I just thought that was a really interesting theory. That is an interesting theory. That, um, was a little crazy, but not super crazy. It makes sense. Like you said, I mean, that's very interesting if that's what it's, that's what he's doing. Um, yeah, just throwing that out there in case, uh, fans of the books had not, seen that little tidbit of news yet. Well, isn't the show finishing up too? Yep. It sure is. Yeah. So you kind of got to kind of got to speed things along, don't you? Or he's still writing Winds of Winter and he's never going to write A Dream of Spring. True. Because he's, let's say, he's an old guy. Yeah. So, who knows? Yeah. Who does know? Bo knows. What else is up? Um, have we talked about The Walking Dead? And how, <laughs> Not recently. <laughs> and how what's-his-name is leaving? Uh, Andrew Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, huh? Odd. Bet you they Very regret crazy. killing Carl now. Yeah. It's odd. No, I don't keep up with the comics. No, which is funny. funny comics? Oh, yeah. Of course I can't is. believe that. I, I mean, well, now I have disposable income again. You know, somebody <laughs> let me go for my job. Uh. <laughs> you landed on uh, your feet. <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> fine. Everything's fine. Uh, no, but I just haven't your read kids the comic. Eating? <laughs> yeah, they're fine. They got okay. the today. Uh, it's uh, Kogel? But no, I, um, yeah, I just haven't read the comics in a while. They're and good. So the odd thing... Is that he's leaving. It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Um, they killed Carl. He's leaving. What are they going to do? Okay, so, so Nick, I'm glad you asked the question because I've thought a lot about this. Good. I actually have. Um, mm-hmm. No, I believe him. It's one of the things that constantly is on our minds. So I've been no stranger telling people that I think the comics are going to end up being Carl's story. Yeah. Makes I sense. think I think in the end it's Carl's story. Mm-hmm. But Rick Grimes is just as essential to that story as Carl is, mm-hmm. um, which is why he's still around. Mm-hmm. So, if they were so okay, so so the situation you run into is season nine, right? You mm-hmm. now have an actor who lives in England with his family who's yep. telling you, look, I can't do this thing anymore. Um, it's taking up too much time. I want to be around my family. 
I want to be off the show. Yep. You don't have to kill him to get him off the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so my, my working theory, and I will stand by this until I see him bitten and turning into a walker, is that they will not kill Rick Grimes. Okay. You think um, he just goes off somewhere and... That they will find a way to write him off of the show, but mm-hmm. keep the character alive for a few different reasons. One, I don't think the um, the um, casual Walking Dead fan could survive seeing Rick Grimes as a zombie. Mm-hmm. I think that kills your show. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think having a show where Carl is dead and Glenn is dead and Rick is dead, I think a lot of casual Walking Dead fans who, might I add, are already starting to not watch the show anymore mm-hmm. will just go, all right, forget it, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm not going to watch mm-hmm. the Daryl show. Yeah, well, nobody, you don't have vested interest in them. Right, I mean, you're, you're good. I mean, I've got four episodes of Fear the Walking Dead sitting on my DVR right now because mm-hmm. I want to watch the show, but there's no sense of urgency for me to get around, getting around to watching it. Sure. Um, I got no vest. I'm, you know, I'm just like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think if you kill Rick Grimes, a lot of people of this eroding fan base are going to go, eh, all right, I'm good. Yeah, they have nothing to latch on to. Have a good life. Mm-hmm. Um, the third reason is that by not killing him, you can then bring Andrew Lincoln back for whenever AMC does announce, hey, this is the last season of The Walking Dead, you can go to Andy and say, hey, can we throw this much money at you and have you come back and do this season? Or, sure. hey, how about if we throw this much money and you come back and do the second half of the season, the back mm-hmm. eight? Sure. So that we can finish wrapping up the story. And at that point, after two or three years have passed, or however long, I, I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to be, in all honesty, I can't see The Walking Dead going on that much longer. Um, yeah, with, the, with losing all those, yeah. I, you know what I mean? It's just, I think the, show's, I think the show runs its course by, by the time you get to season 14 or 15. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you've gone three years, he's been mm-hmm. home, the kids have grown, and you go to him and say, hey, will you come to half a season? He's going to be excited about the the option and the opportunity to come do that. You throw a sure. bunch of money at him, you can wrap up the story as long as you don't kill him. So mm-hmm. I don't think they kill him because I think if they kill Rick Grimes, I think they kill the show. Sure. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but I think without Rick Grimes, I think that show can last into season 15. So think you think even if you kill him, I think you've got two seasons and you're done. So you think you think Rick and Judith walking off into the sunset, finding a home, and saying, "Nope, this is it for us." I don't We're think that's now. the way to do it. I think you have to have him, and again, I you know finding out that he has some long lost child that he fathered that's in Virginia or it's in Georgia that he needs to go find, or you know maybe he has to go across the country to make. You know, to connect with another camp or whatever. Um, I don't know what, I don't think him and Judith, you know, playing house is the answer. I think he has to go off on something that essentially will eventually serve the story. So do you think it's, it's something, maybe something along the lines of he doesn't think that um, the, that Alexandria is safe anymore? 
nobody else agrees with him. He goes out to find something else, and you just never hear from him. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, he, he, he goes to look for something else and just never comes back. You assume he's dead. Or you assume, back. well, maybe... Like a, like a Morgan. Yeah, I think it's just like a Morgan where this character's gone. Mm-hmm. The fans are going to know, look, you're not going to see Rick for a while. But then... Then you can make it this huge. So, you know, I mean, you have ebbs and flows with TV ratings and stuff. And The Walking Dead is slowly kind of doing mm-hmm. doing one of these downward trajectory kind of things. Could you imagine mm-hmm. three years from now, you know, they're getting ready to do season 12 or whatever. And they're like, hey, you know, season 12 is going to be our last season. Season 13 is going to be our last season. But have we got something special for the fans? The back half of the season Andrew Lincoln comes back to, you know, to conclude the Rick Grimes story. People, sure. ratings will spike. Oh yeah, wherever they're yeah. You imagine imagine the mid season the mid season cliffhanger mm-hmm. of that season is wherever they're at, and you just see him walking. Yep. You know, heck, you could you could film a couple. You know, they did a like a weird, I guess, like an after credits. With the mm-hmm. last season, you could film a three-minute after credits with with Andrew Lincoln while he was in the states on vacation. Take, you know, film him for two or three days, and he could. You could just have Rick Grimes walking around meeting people. I mean, you could keep him around, and you could yeah. keep characters referring to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think killing him, though. I mean, they're going to do whatever they want, but I think killing him is is the wrong answer. There are ways See? to write a character off a show that don't involve killing him. So you don't think they turn him into old man Rick again, and he gets a, he finds a farm like Herschel? Nope. I don't think nope. that's the answer. Um, I think you have to have him serve the story because it just Rick doesn't Rick wouldn't walk away like that. Yeah, there's got I mean there's got to be some sort of catalyst. Yeah, and I think I think if you had him doing something that would serve a story, you know mm-hmm. maybe he finds out that you know Shane's got a kid that he needs to go take care of, or I don't know what the answer is, but. You need something that serves the story or serves his story, um, mm-hmm. but that gets him gone for an extended period of time, you know, because with Carl gone, you know, the only thing holding him back is Michonne, and the Rick and Michonne thing just doesn't work for me anyway, because sure. she's supposed to be with Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll never make sense. Nope. But it's a very interesting when I heard that. I was very... Well, and you've That's got Lauren Cohen, 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 Co- Maggie's leaving too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just run its course. She's getting kind of annoying. You can kill her. <laughs> yeah, but the show's not Maggie's show. True. You know, true. The show's Rick's show, so mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping on the topic of TV. Please. Um, have you? No, you don't have Hulu, do you? No. Castle Rock. Yeah. Uh, I know. I want to watch Castle Rock bad. Well, I have great news for you, Bill. Yeah. I am going to give you my Hulu login, Ooh. and you can watch Castle Rock. You are the greatest person in the world. <laughs> because I now have Hulu, um, and um. And I, and I use my sister's login, so. I, uh, <laughs> so you're going to uh, give me your sister's Hulu login? No, no, no. I'm going to give you mine. I, I I got Spotify Premium. 
Spotify? Uh, for five dollars. Nice. Which also came with Hulu. Oh, that's so cool. Have, yeah, five dollars because I'm a student, so procrastination paid off. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I get Spotify Premium and Hulu for five dollars. Oh, that's pretty uh, so awesome. I'll, yeah, so I'm going to give you my my Hulu login because you don't need to do watch it right Castle now, Rock. because people are listening. Oh yes. Definitely. I'll give it to you after this. Actually, I'll text message it to you. Perfect. But, um, Thank you. But yeah, now we just need to find they, somebody who's got yeah. CBS All Access so we can watch Star Trek Discovery. Eh, that's probably a letdown. And the new Jean Luc Picard show that they're doing with Patrick Stewart. You see that? Okay, now that would be cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm gonna totally have to find a way to steal that. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I I started watching Castle Rock. And it looks I've just watched the beginning of. Oh, it's great, and there's. Like so many tie-ins to other Stephen King stuff, it's basically just a Stephen King universe. I know. Oh, it's so cool. It's got um, uh, what's the guy from Lost? I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's but uh, that's not a spoiler. It's got uh the bald guy from Lost. Oh, Locke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's got him in it. Um, and I've only seen I've probably seen like literally the first thirty minutes because I watched it on lunch the other day. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I I saw a couple previews for it and it just looked amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna get you that so you can watch it because um, you know I've read oh all you'll the Stephen King books. Yeah, you except the you new will, one. You'll appreciate it. It's really good. The new one is uh, what's that one? Strangers. Uh, I don't remember. I have it. I'm on the waiting list at the library. Gotcha. Well, on the Kindle, it, it actually it already automatically checked itself out once. I was really unhappy. Oh, gotcha. It checked itself out automatically because I wasn't paying attention. So now I'm number 30 on the it. list. I downloaded it to, on the library. Nice. And, uh, yeah, and I forgot to. Yep. I forgot to listen to it. Cool, because you <laughs> can pause your. You can, like, suspend your hold, which is yeah. what I meant to do. And then it unsuspended it while I was on vacation. And yeah, it was. Aww. It was a but staycation, yeah. but. Yeah, it's a thing. Didn't go on. Yeah, it was super good. I, I, I and, and this is only ten minutes in. I can't, I can't wait. And I work with oh. this, I work with this great guy uh, who is basically y- you in this organization <laughs> to me. And uh, and he sits right next to me. And he was like, "Have you watched more of that?" And I was like, "No." And he's like, "I can't talk to you until you do." <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Shane is a really nice guy. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, did you see yeah. the video of? I'm sorry, just changing channels. Oh no, you're okay. Of Buzz Aldrin talking to an eight-year-old girl. No. Okay. I've seen the video of him punching that guy in the face. For what? Uh, for saying that the moon landing was fake when clearly it was fake. Okay, let me play this for, for you. Trying here. to reveal the truth is what he punched him in the face for. <laughs> because okay, so this is really important to note. So. You've seen the video of Buzz Aldrin punching someone for questioning whether the moon landing was real. Mm-hmm. So here is... He's not going to punch a little girl, is he? <laughs> here's Buzz Aldrin telling an eight-year-old girl that we didn't go to the moon. <gasps> Has nobody been to the moon in such a long time? <laughs> Can you hear that? Yeah. Okay, so she said, why has no one been to the moon in such a long time? That was her question. Has nobody been to the moon in such a long time? <laughs> That's not an eight-year-old's question. <laughs> That's my question. 
I want to know, but I think I know. Because we didn't go there, and and that's the way it happened. And, and if it didn't happen, it's nice to know why it didn't happen. So in the future, if we want to keep doing something, we need to know why something stopped in the past that we wanted to keep it going. Okay. okay, so so that was like a whole lot of double talk, but here, just listen to this front part again here. Has nobody been to the moon in such a long Why has nobody been in such a long time? <laughs> That's not an eight-year-old's question. An eight-year-old's question. <laughs> That's my question. So you would think, oh, you shouldn't be asking this eight-year-old because I want to know why we haven't been to the moon in a long time. Mm-hmm. I want to know. We didn't. We didn't go there, and didn't go there. And that's the way it happened. And, and if it didn't happen, do you, now, so we okay. didn't go there, and that's the way it happened. But, but do you think? No, do you think that the context of that though is we didn't go there because we have we had when when he's saying we didn't go there, he's saying we didn't go because it's in, in, in the context of in such a long time. Maybe. So, how old's Buzz Aldrin now? About 104. Yeah, Buzz Aldrin's 876 years old. He's like the same age as Bob Backlund. <laughs> Bob Backlund's still alive. Yeah, Bob. Yeah, he had a. <laughs> he had. He had a. Yeah, Bob Backlund. He was on. I think last year he was still on WWE TV. He was a. I forget the guy's name, but he had like a make some so-and-so great again campaign going for wrestling. Oh, but, no. Yeah, it's like Buzz Aldrin and Bob Backlund are both like 879 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I heard they were uh, born so, two towns over from each other. Probably. Yeah. Probably at the same time. Um, so uh, it could either be A, the ramblings of an old man being confused. <laughs> or, or he forgot to tell the lie. Or, or he forgot to tell the lie. That's B. Or C, we want to know that we didn't go to the moon and we're reading too much into what he said. <laughs> well, I don't think C is possible. Clearly, we're objective. <laughs> yeah. I think the only possible options are A, he's old senile and didn't realize what he was saying, or B, we didn't go to the moon. Yeah. I mean, I can see it. I can you see and I are every- conscientious observers who have no sure. skin in the game. Look, clearly they didn't go to the moon. I think we all agree that. Mm-hmm. I actually saw something the, the other day that uh, it was about China going to the moon mm-hmm. or something like that. And somebody said, imagine if China went to the moon and took our flag down <laughs> and threw it on the ground <laughs> and, the, and, placed, and placed their flag up there and then said, what are you going to do? You can't even get here. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and I was like, that's pretty clever. We'd go to the moon in like a week and a half then. Yeah, exactly. Then we would go pick up our flag, dust it off, put it on a larger pole. Kick the China flag. Make, we'd make a big Lear flag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I busted out bigly at work today. I don't remember what it was. I'm like, look, let's just say we're going to do it bigly. 
<laughs> We're going to do it bigly. <laughs> that got you some good points, didn't it? It did. did. All right. yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you see the, uh, apparently, that the new Star Wars, so Disney has their own streaming service coming out? Yep. And I'll share that password with you, don't worry, because I'll be subscribing to that. Um, but uh, they're going to have a live-action Star Wars TV show on the service that oh, John yeah, yeah. Favreau is showrunning, and it's apparently going to be set on Mandalore. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Saw that today. I was like, ooh, I'll have to share that with Nick. Do you think that there is a bay on Mandalore? And there's, there's a, the oh, Mandalore Bay? The Mandalore Bay. <laughs> the hotel team. <sighs> yes, I'm sure there is. You think that they make cars and they call them the Mandalorians? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> You're proud of that one, aren't you? Yep, I am. Yeah. I'm really proud of that. I'm letting it sink in. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be really cool. I can't wait for their streaming service. I actually am excited about that. Oh yeah, I mean. It's it's funny, you know, it's like what the world needs now is more stupid streaming services, you know, because it's like you've got Netflix and Hulu that did a fairly decent job of kind of compiling what different studios had to offer. And now you see all the different, you know, HBO was one of the first to come out with, well, it's our own streaming service and stupid CBS that I refuse to pay for. No. Um, and now it's like, okay. How far is this going to go before everybody has their own streaming service? But it's like you look at Disney, and between you know between their back catalog of movies, between Marvel and Lucasfilm, and now with their purchase of 20th Century Fox, it's like they really could have some content. Oh yeah, and their they, shows. They would I mean, make their it shows on, on Disney Channel in general. Yeah, my kids love it. Oh, oh yeah. Nick, let me tell you. Have you ever watched uh, Live and Maddie? Uh, Live and Maddie? Yeah. You mean with um, Dove Cameron? The one, which which one would uh, you like to know about? The one where she has uh, the boyfriend Dickie? Uh, or <laughs> Diggy? Or, Diggy. Uh, yeah, uh, Diggy. Or the one where she plays a superhero? Or uh, the, the one where her, brother, one her little brother has tunnels all through the house and all yep. through, and then their house collapses and they have to move to California. Okay, okay, continue. So, so yes, um, so have I ever told you that my kids? So my my kids are aware that which one's the one without the glasses? That's Liv. Yeah. Yes. The, they're aware that the actress who plays Liv is in the Descendants. Mm-hmm. Um, and they know that her name is Dove Cameron, mm-hmm. but they don't know who plays Maddie. <laughs> The innocence of children. I'm like, um, so which one is is the one with the glasses? That's Maddie. Okay, and is she the one in the Descendants? No, that's Liv. Okay, and and they're like, that's Dove Cameron. I'm like, oh, okay, well, who plays Maddie? They're like, well, we don't know. <laughs> they haven't told us that yet. <laughs> and then there's the episode where Joey, that's the little, the yep. middle brother. The middle there's brother. like a double of him. And I was like, oh yeah. wow, look at that. How are there two Joeys? They're like, oh, it's just a trick of the camera. And I was standing, my wife was in the room, and I looked at her, and I was like, what? (laughs) What's wrong with our children? (laughs) Are are they serious right now? (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. For for real, though, that that show is one of the... 
is a show that I have actually found myself watching when the kids are around. It's not a bad, you know, it's, it's funny. It, it's not a bad show. I don't mind that one. Um, I can deal with, they like Jesse. Yep. Feels like a party every day. Uh-huh. Um, I don't mind that one, although I find Jesse sort of annoying. Um, if, if you like that, if you, if you like that, or if you find that one okay, but you can't Jesse annoying. Yeah, what? you need to watch Kiki Waka. Yeah, which is oh. bonked. Yeah, yeah bonked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we we're, we're they're big into all the Disney live action stuff. But oh yeah, yeah. We're like exactly the target market for a Disney streaming service in my house. Oh yeah, definitely. And then and then Gravity Falls is a fantastic show. Um, yeah, see, they haven't watched that at all. Yeah, I recommend that you watch it. It's really funny. Like as an adult, I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, they have like a secret 34th and a half president of the United States that they've scrubbed from history and he uh, concealed himself in peanut brittle to <laughs> stay alive. And he uh, he had a whole Congress full of babies. <laughs> and he wrote something called the Depancification Proclamation. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I'll have to check that out. Show. Yeah, no, it's it's a really funny show. If you like Rick and Morty, uh, yeah. <laughs> Which we it's do. Like a kid, well. It's like a kid's version. <laughs> oh, my um, wife will hate that. Yeah, it, but uh, like, but there's like Rick and Morty stuff in it. Oh my gosh! Did you see the thing about sex robots? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. But I'm excited that you're excited. <laughs> well, you mentioned Rick and Morty. Begin. Hold on. This is you find it. We were talking about it today at work, Rick and Morty. Sex robot? Oh. No, not sex robots. That was... No. We talk about a lot of stuff at work. Not that. Okay. My name is Harmony. I was created by Robotics. My main objective is to be a perfect companion. Oh, don't zoom down farther. No, don't. <laughs> There's more talking. My company's been making uh, real dolls, these very hyper-realistic dolls for 20 years, and by the end of 2017, we will be offering robotic systems to go with those dolls. <laughs> yeah, it's creepy. Creepy AF. Um, uh, essentially, it's on the guild. Um, uh, they're essentially making uh, Westworld dolls that are going to kill us all. Um, they started off making. Oh, it get it's. It gets weird. Yeah, they started off making the real dolls, but then they turned them into robotics. Have you ever seen the movie Lars and the Real Girl? Have I ever seen what? The movie Lars and the Real Girl. No. Where I have not. Ryan Gosling uh, orders a, a, a real doll, and. Uh, like has a actual relationship with it and like the town people just kind of go along with it 
and uh, they yeah, it's it's a weird, fantastic movie. Yeah, the uh, apparently this company they made regular dolls, and they're like, we should make robots. And he's like, I get calls every day from people who you know say, hey, this relationship with my robots the only thing keeping me from killing myself. You should just do it. <laughs> and somebody responded to the uh, to the video with a, a gif of. Of Morty from the episode where he had the the robot doll. Yeah. Go back upstairs. That's super Which he then impregnated and yeah. Yeah. That's super creepy. It's weird. Um super weird. Westworld. Like, Did you watch Westworld? No. Oh, so great. I wanna watch the movie. The OG? Yeah. I had I, it in a VHS for a while, but I don't think I have it anymore. Oh really? Had yeah. you, did you watch it? Oh yeah, years ago. Oh, I got did. it from yeah, like I Columbia did. House or whatever. Okay, is it good? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I haven't watched it in twenty years. <laughs> yeah, I probably do okay. still owe Columbia House some money. Like, yeah, when I, I found out that it was me. a that it was a reboot from an old, and I was like, I think I know this movie. Yul Brenner, yeah, yeah, and so um, yeah, so interesting, interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's really creepy about sex robots. I do recommend Lars and the Real Girl for anybody listening. It's a very interesting movie about a loner who lives with his brother and his wife, and he lives in the guest house. And one day, this big box shows up, and it's his new girlfriend. And he takes her all around. He pushes her like in a wheelchair around town. And yeah, oh, it's fantastic. Reminds me of that episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, season one episode or season two episode one. Had uh, Haley Atwell, oh. also known as Peggy Carter. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend died, and so she had. It was just it was gross, but it started off with like there was this new technology that um, that was AI that you could like Skype with, or you could talk with, like you could IM your loved one because they would analyze like all the social media and all the emails they've mm-hmm. sent, and so they'd create an AI of your loved one, and then. And then it was like, oh, and so, you know, now we can also, once that, you know, like we can upgrade your technology to, to receive a phone call so you can talk with your loved one who's deceased um, because we'll take this and we'll turn, you know, we'll analyze mm-hmm. their speech and this and that. And then it was like, would you like to have your loved one turn into a robot? That's when it started getting creepy. Interesting. Yeah, I won't tell you how it ends, but it ends weird. Maybe one day I'll watch this. I'll just skip the pig fucking episode. Just pick, skip again. What my advice to people who who don't react well to bestiality is: <laughs> skip uh, one, episode. <laughs> skip. Yeah, it's just a show. It's not real. Uh, skip episode one. Go to episode two. Watch the rest, and then go back and watch episode one. Gotcha. The show is crazy as hell, man. Yeah. Just, it's Maybe nuts. I'll Maybe I'll do that one day. Oh, it's nuts. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's so really sex, creepy. Sex robots and Bigfoot porn. That's been Jeez. a podcast that we've had. This is gonna be, that's the name of the podcast, too. Yeah. I was going to call yeah. it Quad Suck New Hampshire, but... <laughs> I still feel like that's a good name. It does actually sound like a good name. <laughs> I think I'm going to stick with that. It's <laughs> like Quadsuck, um, New Hampshire. 
So we were talking about um, uh, and the AMA podcast. I I don't remember if I told you this on the podcast about a show called Trial and Error. Yeah, um, and uh, still a fantastic show. Second season's hilarious. Um, did I tell you that? In the second season, there's a podcaster following the lawyer around. No. Okay, so there's a podcaster following a lawyer in the round around uh, for the second season, for a podcast <laughs> called M Town. <laughs> Funny. And, uh, and it's just as hilarious as it sounds. It's um, gosh, I I I need you to yeah. When, well, I'll, when I give you the Hulu password, <laughs> it's trial and error trial on there. Trial and error too. It's uh, it's fantastic. I need you to watch it. It's oh, man. John, uh, great, great performance from John Lithgow in the first season. And the second season, I don't even remember who the lady is, but it's just fantastic. So it's not John Lithgow again? No, no. The first season, the first, you actually get to see the end of the trial each season, which is... That's cool. Yeah, which is nice. So you actually get to see it from beginning to end in the first season. And then the second season, I'm assuming, will be the same way. Uh, you get to see the beginning... Uh, the actual arrest, and and then yeah, the ending of the trial. That's an interesting concept. Yeah, you'd really like it. Now we need something real. new to watch. We just finished Heart of Dixie. Ah, uh, yeah, you really need to watch Trial and Error. Mm-hmm. It's on the CW. Good old CW. Starring um, some chick from the OC, Rachel. Rachel. Something. Let's go. Rachel nope. Maddow. Nope. I don't Wait remember. No. Okay, okay. That's Hayden Panettiere in it, doesn't it? No. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. No, it had um, Tim One Masterson. Tim Mathewson. Uh, Tim whatever. Masters, the golf guy? No, Tim Mathewson. He's an actor. He was... He's in a something. Anyway, it's fine. Right now, okay. I gotta look this up. <laughs> Heart of Dixie. Starred, let's see here, Rachel Bilson. Oh, oh, and um, and uh, James, what's her face? Jamie King, okay, and uh, the dude for the black dude from 90210. Uh, yeah, the black (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and it has uh, Reginald Bell Johnson in it. Oh, okay, Carl Winslow. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, He's still alive? Apparently. Is he still broken mm-hmm. up about the death of his gay lover, Uncle Phil? <laughs> I don't think so. No. That's a thing. That's not a thing. They were gay lovers. They were no. lovers in the nighttime. No, they were not. Lovers in the nighttime. Fake news. Can't be fake news. Fake news. I'm going to type it in. Carl. Oh, please don't be true. Please don't be true. Winslow. Please don't be true. Please don't be true. Did you see that the uh, the city of West Hollywood decided, so, you know, that uh, President Trump's uh, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame was uh, was destroyed last week or whatever, and the town of West Hollywood has decided not to... Um, not to put the star back out there because of his inappropriate relationships with women. Nice. Um, last I checked, they were leaving Bill Cosby's alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got the pudding pops and the, <laughs> the jello. Like, wait a second. 
Hmm. Okay, West no, Hollywood. No, that's actually pretty funny. I thought it was pretty funny. Oh, part of my yawn. It's okay. It's late. It is late. We gotta. We gotta wrap this up. Much yeah. like Carl Winslow said to Uncle Phil. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> Can't be true. Uh, uh, Okay, I'm not clicking on that link. Um, <laughs> I'm not clicking on that link. But I mean, it says it says that they they were no no. I mean, no. it's not like a substantiated news source that's telling you this, but I believe I believe the rumor that they were lovers Uncle in the nighttime. Phil, Carl Winslow. It's an urban legend. Is Carl Winslow gay? Hope that blog's been removed. That's never a good thing. Kevin says, Urban Legends is Carl Winslow gay. Oh, but that's like if the character's gay. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like those two are gay. They're lovers in the nighttime. I can't say that enough. Wow, there's like three... Okay, this is kind of weird. What? So there was a... A blogger site that said, Kevin says Urban Legends is Carl Winslow gay. If you click on that, it shows up not found. Then if you go to Lipstick Alley, which I don't know what that is, can it, the, Sounds like the Google search says, can we seriously discuss the relationship between James Avery and blah, blah, blah. Uh, you click on that, it doesn't go through. Hmm. Seems kind of weird. There's a cover-up. There's two things that we know in this world. The government doesn't want us to know that we they, we didn't go to the moon, and they don't want us to know that Carl and Uncle Phil are, are gay lovers. Yeah. That's kind of weird. I bet that they found their love for each other after he shot that young kid before the filming of Die Hard. Hmm. Huh. Some internet rumors actually suggest that Reginald V.J. and James Avery, Uncle Phil, were having an affair with each other, which is clearly impossible. It's only... Oh, well, never mind. People used to say that David Bowie and and uh, Steven Tyler weren't knocking... An unrelated news article is straight. All right, whatever. Anyway, fake news. I, we're not going to substantiate those rumors that are completely unconfirmed. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly no libel there yeah allegedly this is what happened I'm not a lawyer and I'm not practicing law that's what we heard from a guy yep from a guy and a guy who was selling bootleg tapes <laughs> three for a dollar <laughs> alright Nick you got anything else I think no, we I got put a fork I in this puppy yeah let's put a fork in it we've, we've been rambling we're not talking about TGIF dads being <laughs> We actually weren't rambling, but we're done. We got another hour in. Oh, geez, oh, Pete. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> we're getting slap happy now. Yep. It's 1140. <laughs> it's 11:40. Long ass night. Yeah, it was. All right, Nick. Let's tell the fine people that they can. What are we gonna do next week? Have we thought about that yet? You know, I don't know. I don't know. What can we do? What day is today? Hold on. We should watch a movie. Ooh, we could. It's going to come out August 5th, so it's not quite time for Deadpool 2 yet, but that's coming. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. We should watch Baby Driver. You know what? Yeah. Let's watch Baby Driver. Which watch Baby Driver at Let's the watch uh, Baby Driver. insistence of our guest from last week. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna watch, watch Baby it. Driver. We're gonna watch Baby Driver and we're gonna we're gonna review it. Perfect. I like that. Heck, okay. maybe we'll even invite Jeremy to see if he wants to review it with us. Let's do it. I like it. Okay. I so like we'll it. see everybody back here next week or so. Around. Give or take. We're gonna Ish, roll with a soft Because again, it is a little difficult sometimes to arrange three people's schedules. And this we'll uh, we'll talk about Baby Driver and the music yeah. in it. Yes. I'm I'm super excited about this. And yeah, I think it's good time. I think it's um I think it's streaming on Netflix. Is it really? I believe so. Hang on. Uh, nope, well, I do. Uh, prime, nope, prime rent to own. Rent to own. Nope, okay, it's not. It's somewhere. Showtime. Nick will find it. DirecTV. So, it's out there. We'll find Nick it. Nick will find it. Nick will find yep. it. I bought it. Oh, that's good. It was on sale on Prime Day. Well, there you go. Okay. So, all right, everybody, you go to sleep. We're going to go to sleep. Or yep, don't go to sleep do if you're driving. Yeah, don't do that. Keep your eyes on the ro- wheel. Eyes on the road. Come on. Yep. Stay awake. Yep. You can do it. We know you can. Stay between the lines. Between the lines. As, isn't that as, you, like, isn't that as you lean over to the side. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right, Nick, tell the fine people goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Gotta go to sleep. I'm so tired. <laughs> but what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, uh, well... Well, that's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. Thank you for listening to the Pillow Talk podcast. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. Find more interpretations on them hardlessons.bandcamp.com Visit us on the web at Local Flavors I forgot <laughs> at Local Flavors Productions.net Thank you for listening to Pillow Talk Pillow